Welcome to the Design Your Life on Purpose podcast with me, Sherry Honeycutt, Life Coach, where I have one mission with this podcast, and that is to help you get out of your velvet rut, to stop living by default and waiting to have the life you crave. This is a podcast where I help you take inspired action, step into the responsibility for your own happiness, and start every day figuring out what you can do to create the life you want, because it won't accidentally happen, my friends. So lean into today's content, make the intention to take away a nugget or two, and more importantly, decide that you're going to implement whatever you take away from here today, because it's on you, baby. It's on you to create that life that you want, and I know you can do it. So let's go. Well, hello there. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> I look when I sit down here, I feel like I want to have a conversation, a two-way conversation with you as you listen to this. So I do so in my mind. So hello, and I'm imagining that you're saying hello back to me. So today I want to talk about unsexy things. <laughs> I found myself more and more with my clients and even with myself really embracing this idea of unsexy things. And what I mean is, is just sort of coming to terms with that the kinds of things that we do that will create the beautiful, sexy results that we want are in the moment unsexy. And instead of trying to pretend that going to the gym every day and doing the same reps that are boring or whatever every day or, or taking your vitamins on a regular basis is anything other than unsexy, uh, let's just call it what it is. But the results that we get from those things are incredibly sexy and attractive and powerful and juicy, right? But today I want to talk about some of the things that I do uh, that I have found for my own benefit that have been very helpful and things that I have recommended to my clients for years that in and of themselves are fairly wah-wah. However, the results that you get from them are quite potent. So um, I've got, I think I've got a list of four things. I just kind of want to go over with you, uh, plant the seed, invite you to take a look at these things and see if you can apply them in your own life. So um, the first thing that, that um, I want to talk to you about is something that I do every day. And it can be, like I said, kind of unsexy. Uh, I have a bit of a morning practice. Now, I'm not talking about the parts where I do a meditation, perhaps, or I have a spiritual conversation with source. All that is part of my morning practice, and, and many people do that. But the part that's rather unsexy is that I sit down with my planner. I sit down with a journal, and I do a couple of powerful things. Um... Uh, I started at my birthday this year, last uh, October, asking myself some very specific questions. I'm kind of doing this year leading up to my 60th birthday. And I check in with myself. What is my current emotion? Because I don't always wake up on the right side of the bed. So what is my current emotion? And being able to give voice to that is really powerful. If I can say, ugh, this is what I'm worried about. or This is what I've got going on. Uh, I look at that and then I kind of know where I'm starting from, right? It's like looking at a map that says, you are here. So I, I begin there. And then I do just a little bit of journaling around, um, I kind of give myself a pep talk a future self pep talk. And I may go into this practice in, another, uh, in more detail in another podcast. So I do a little bit of introspection. 
And then I do some intention setting, but I do it in a kind of want, want way. I pull out my planner and I look at my day. And as I look at my day, simultaneously, I begin to check in on how I want to feel as I do those tasks. But I make a plan for the day. Now, you may be doing that, but I'm not going to take for granted that a lot of people do that one step. Because I talk to so many people who tell me that, oh, I got hijacked, I got hijacked, I had to put out this fire, I had to put out that fire, I didn't get my stuff done. And those days occasionally happen, but if they're happening all the time, if you're not getting your stuff done, whatever your stuff is, then you're not in the driver's seat. You're not in the driver's seat. And the way that begins is before the fire has to be put out. You know, it's setting an intention. So a rather unsexy thing that I do is I sit down with my planner every morning And there's a lot of things I do in my planner, uh, which again, maybe another podcast, I, I check in on various aspects of my life. But the part I want you to know is I look at my day and I even look at my week. And, and I kind of get that 50,000 foot view of what needs to be done and what I want to do. So both are important, what I need to do and also what I want to do. Uh, and, and I take a look at it because I need to be intentional or time just runs away with me, right? We all have that happening. So sitting down, Looking at my planner, looking at my to-do way before my day starts is a powerful little life hack. And like I said, I've talked to so many people who don't do that one simple thing. And I'm not talking about 30, 40, 50 minutes. I'm talking five minutes if that's all you've, if that's all you've got. So that's the first life hack, okay? The second one is still more about planning, but it is getting a sense of the the yearly goal, the quarterly goals, the monthly goals, the weekly goals, and it trickles down into the daily goals. So on Sundays, if we're really shooting on all cylinders, my husband and I sit down and have a meeting. Wah, wah, right? That sounds so boring, but it's so powerful. We sit down And in that meeting, we not only plan the concrete things that have to be done, like what's the meal planning? Who's doing this task? Who's going to call the accountant? Who's going to, you know, get our parents, you know, doctor's appointments cleaned up, whatever we need to do, not cleaned up, scheduled. Um, But also we take a look at where are we having fun? What's the night we're going to skip televisions and just play games? We have this weekly planning session and it's so linear and it's so... Um, unsexy, you guys, it's unsexy. But what it does, it first of all, pulls our stuff together, we're able to be clear about their 50,000 foot view goals. Oh, my goodness, we got to call the plumber. Oh, yeah, who's got that, you know, because those things don't accidentally happen, right? But it also gives us a time to connect. It gives us a time to talk about some of the goals that we've got that maybe aren't urgent, but are incredibly important. Like, when are we going to get away for a little while? When are we going to set time to clean the garage? Which uh, we've actually scheduled four days to do that. And I'm actually more excited about that than I'd (laughs) I'd like to admit, because it's 
kill me. But that weekly planning session, and so I'm talking about doing it with my partner, but I really, this is not something you have to do with somebody else. It's a time where you you look at your whole week, okay? So again, kind of unsexy, but this little bit of time to, to put on your CEO hat. I talk about this with my clients that kind of the CEO hat. You're the you're the boss of your life and you are there to make sure all the things get done. And so there are times you're the CEO and you talk about your mission and your vision and the things that need to get done and then you assign it, you put it in your calendar and then the worker bee, the the all the parts of you just go and do the task. So on a daily basis, you're not going to do this or do do that. No, you've already set it out. It's like, I got a birthday card this week. I want to call the doctor because it's time for this thing to happen. I need to take the car in to get it serviced. Now, why is this important, you guys? Because when we don't do those kinds of things that are responsible or what we might call adulting or the taking care of ourselves... We are constantly carrying around the baggage of not doing it, you know, and I bet you know what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, I got to do that thing and I keep forgetting. It's using our bandwidth to worry and try to remind ourselves and try to get things done. And it diminishes our life force energy, y'all. It does. So this, this bit of planning and laying it out is in service to your general health, to your mental health, because then parts of your brain could go, oh, I got this. I'm doing that on Tuesday. Or I've got this, or Mark's got this, my partner, or my husband, he's got that. And then you can have more energy in the moment to enjoy whatever's right in front of you or to do whatever is right in front of you. So that weekly planning and then that morning check-in, and and I haven't said this explicitly yet in this podcast, but writing it down or scheduling in whatever way you do with your planner. I like both electronic and written. Uh, I'm kind of a nerd that way, but in whatever way that you capture it, and then you just, you, you, you kind of find this peace and calm, okay, that comes with you knowing that you've got your own back, on all those little items. And and they can be little items, but they can also be wildly important items, right? So checking in with yourself on a weekly basis and a and a in a morning at the morning time. Okay. The next hack that I do is uh, may or may not land with you, but it has been wildly important for me is I have a page in my planner where I do a mind map. And if you know what a mind map is, you might you might put something in the center of a circle and then kind of like little lines coming off that circle. You just sort of can create a list, but it's nonlinear. So I put a mind map, I put it in the middle of my home, and then I put a line out from the center for each area of my home, my living room, my bedroom, the guest bedroom, the upstairs bath, the outside, the backyard, the front porch. I put all those areas on this mind map. And then I write off of each of those lines all the things that I both need to do and want to do in that area of my home. 
Now, if you've listened to much many of my podcasts, uh, I started out talking in my earlier podcast a whole lot more about environment. And I really, really believe that our environment, where we live most of the time, our home, our car, uh, our office, wherever it is we're spending time, really sets the tone for how we feel, right? So if we're living in chaos then we're going to feel chaotic. If we're living in clutter, then we're going to feel unclear and stuck and all cluttered up. So um, so taking care of our environment to make it beautiful to us, make it functional for us, and that's going to look different for everybody, is really a foundational piece of creating the life you want. It's weird, but it is. So, so in fact, I will, this is kind of a sidebar. It, when people are super duper stuck in one area of their life, around money or relationships or finances, my first go-to to them is go do something in your home. Go clean the hell out of something. Go buy flowers, go pretty it up. Things move and change as you change your environment. So this list that I have helps me kind of stay on top of what's kind of draining my energy in my home and it allows me to see all the places that need my attention. Well, if you're like me, I can't I can't just go do everything that my house needs to have done, both decorating and fixing. I mean, you know, there's finances and there's time, you know, but I have this master list and it allows me to peruse this list every, you know, week or so, uh, maybe, maybe not quite that often and, and check in on what are the things I can do or what are the things that I want to do. And, and so for example, I'm going to go, I'm just going to actually flip to my page as I'm talking here on this podcast. Um, I, I might put all the things that I, that need to be repaired, all the things that need to be repaired. Hey, I can't find the list. Um, and all the things that I want, like like in my living room right now, I'm really tired of my chairs. So I want new chairs. But I can't, I'm not going out right this minute, but I keep it top of mind. So I visualize the new chairs that I want. Um, I might have, let's see, I'm looking at my list right now. In our master bedroom, I said I needed to decide on the color, which I did, and we had it painted. I'm looking for a piece of art to go over the dresser, the place that we look at the most when we're sitting in bed. That feels like an important uh, piece of real estate. So I'm looking for a piece of art that really works for me and Mark. Haven't found it yet, but that's on the list. I wanted to um, hang shelves up around where I put my makeup on. Done. I marked that off. Um, I need to hang some other pictures. That's on the list. Kind of weird, right? But it's so powerful for me to look and see all the things that will make that space what I want it to be, okay? So I've got the same thing for the kitchen, the living room, the downstairs bath, the outside of the home. And so several things happen. I do this big brain dump, and then my brain knows, hey, I've got that. I've written that down, and I know I've got it. I also get to feel how exciting it is when I check it off, right? Oh, I just saw one I could check off. We glued, we had a loose stone, flagstone on the front steps that we were worried about. We glued that down one Sunday afternoon. Ah, I get to check it off. But because we don't come in the door that way, we kept forgetting about it. Are you following me on this? So it's a small kind of unsexy life hack, but it's a way for you to to put all the stuff that's in your head about your environment down on paper 
And then you can begin to look at it and go, oh, I've got energy for that. Or, oh, I've got, oh, uh, I, I can call somebody to help me with that. For me, oh, my son is coming to visit, my big 300-pound, very strong son. Let me go look at my list and see what needs to be lifted and moved around because it's on my list, okay? So so kind of, again, that planning unsexy piece leads to exactly what I want, which is my home and environment continuing to to be worked on to be the place that I want to live in. Okay. This last life hack is uh, an extension of kind of all that I've been talking about. And um, it's where we set quarterly goals. Now, I could could have probably done this podcast in a different order. Let's talk about the year, the quarter, the month, and the week, and the day. But I did it backwards. But that's just how my brain worked today. But we set quarterly goals. I set personal quarterly goals. And I set, uh, we set household quarterly goals. And the old school way, y'all, they're on my refrigerator. Okay. So Mark and I will go through and we write a list of all the things we want to get done in the quarter. And every one of them are freakishly unsexy. <laughs> Put a copy of the will in a safety deposit box, right? Um, Paint the new pickets on the fence that broke, but we put those down on the refrigerator in big, bold letters because, first of all, I'm the one that holds a lot of this stuff in my brain and I'm not in any way dissing my sweet husband, but he, his brain works differently than mine. And so I'm always holding what needs to be done. Well, he can't do stuff if it's in my brain, right? So um, I write it down on the piece of paper and we agree to it. It's like we set the goal that over this quarter, we're going to do this piece of big task. We're going to get the house painted. We're going to glue that step. You know, we're going to, um, let's see, what's another one? We're going to, you know, paint the outdoor pots that have chipped and whatever or changed things out in outside. I've gone blank on some ideas, but you get my point. We write all that down as a quarterly goals, and they're on the refrigerator. And we get most of them done. We get most of them done. And like I said, pretty unsexy. But you know what is sexy? Having all that stuff done. That's what sexy is, is and checking it off and feeling really proud. And we even go so far as to give ourselves little stars on a calendar. So we're super nerdy, but that is so powerful because I no longer sit around and go, I never get anything done or gosh, I wish this would just, uh, you know, happen on its own. It won't just like anything we won't happen on accident. So we have these household quarterly goals. And then in my personal and professional life, I have what I call my uh, absolute yes list. And you should know I have a worksheet for this. It's a free worksheet over at um, my website, sherryhoneycutt.com. If you go under cool stuff, there's what I call the absolute yes list. And this goes back to something that I did in 2006. It was over a summer and I set these intentions of the things I was absolutely going to do that summer. It was primarily around work, but I, I made these goals that were realistic achievable, doable in that amount of time. And I showed up for them. And what I discovered 
in myself, and now I teach this to my clients, is that when you have goals that are that sort of fit fit the amount of time, and you're not talking about a yearly goal, you're talking about enough time, 90 days, to really lean into something, mess up, drop the ball, pick it back up, there's there's a it's really a powerful amount of time. And so setting a quarterly goal, I set no more than five. And they are things that are that are in my control. So I don't set a goal that, for example, I will lose 10 pounds because I don't know that I'll actually lose 10 pounds. But I might show up. I write down how I'm going to show up. I'm going to exercise this much or I'm going to do this particular thing with my diet. Uh, I'm, I'm flipping my pages right now to find my quarterly goals right now to share with you. Uh, don't you love how I just get prepared for these podcasts? Hilarious. So, um, so my quarterly goals right now is I was going to get back to my podcast, which I've done, and I want to put out at least two a month. My goal is actually to do weekly. That's something I have complete control over, right? So that's a quarterly goal. The other one is daily movement, and I've defined that very loosely. Uh, in-person networking three to four times a month. Then, um, and then the other one is all of the quarterly goals that are sitting on the refrigerator. So those are my absolute yes list for this quarter. You notice it's not too lofty, but it's lofty enough to stretch me. It's an alignment with the, with the view that I have of my life, but it's also really concrete. So those quarterly goals, again, doesn't feel very sexy to set them, but here's the deal. Our ideal lives are made up of one repetitive, unsexy action after another. And I'm using the word unsexy, but I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it, you guys, and understanding that that's where the power is when we can accept that the actions that we take on a daily basis don't have to pump our adrenaline. We don't have to be out here climbing mountains. We don't have to be out here slaying slaying it all the time, right? But we're showing up. We're showing up and we're doing the things that add up to the life we want, this year I named, uh, this year, you know, I'll often do a word of the year. And this year I didn't have a word so much as I had an image that, and the image for my life is the wave, the wave on an ocean. And so guess what? The wave just comes ashore over and over and over and over and over. And it does it uh, without uh, without fanfare. It does it no matter what the weather is. It does it. It does it whether whether somebody's surfing on it, whether somebody's fishing or sitting on the beach and looking at it. It just does the things, and that is sort of the magic. And, and so if you're like me and you can be kind of an adrenaline junkie or you're looking for things to be dramatic or, or really these big sweeping moves, I'm inviting you to embrace the mundane a little bit and call it, you know, the unsexy and understand that that's what adds up to the life that you want. So these little bitty life hacks, this showing up every day, going, what do I want to do today? And then even more importantly, how do I want to feel? Just kind of setting an intention for the day is a powerful and potent, 
perhaps unsexy step that will change everything. It really will. Setting up weekly a real 50,000 view, excuse me, of your quarter and of your week. And so that your brain knows that you've got this. So that your brain knows that you've got your own back. And you're going to do the adulty, lifey things that need to be done will free up times to do the more things that are more juicy and joyful because you're not using all that energy to try to remember to do the important pieces, right? And then paying close attention to your environment, okay? And that your environment is beautiful but functioning and that you're not overwhelmed by all the things, but you're constantly at least staying in touch with how does my environment feel? What can I do to continue to improve it and beautify it? Because when that starts to go, other parts of our life start to crumble. I don't know. That's what I wanted to talk about today is these, these things that perhaps are a little unsexy, but they really do add up to the life that we want. I have a whole lot more of these, but those are the four that I wanted to talk about today. So as always, I'm hoping that you trust the pings that you've got and and take time to think about how can you introduce a little bit more of that kind of structure it is structure because here's the deal y'all you may have heard me say this before structure equals freedom and when you have some structure in place you are giving yourself the freedom to use that time that you wouldn't ordinarily be worrying or chasing or fretting or trying to remember for other things. So structure equals freedom. All right, I'll see you next time right here in the podcast. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to the Design Your Life on Purpose podcast. And I sure hope that you're taking away something that you can begin to use today. Speaking of things you can use, I have lots of free things over at SherryHoneyCut.com. And the one I want to highlight in today's podcast is something I call Work Your Butt Off. And I spell it B-U-T. Let's get those butts worked off. And it is a 30-day program to help you get your butts off the couch. It's 30 videos. It's a 75-page workbook, I think. And it's free to help you begin to take deliberate action toward getting that thing or those things done. So that's what I've got for you. I would love to invite you over to sherryhoneycut.com. Click under cool stuff and you'll find that. You'll also find the link in the show notes and and in the description of this podcast. Y'all, I'm here to help you take action because action is how we begin to get new thoughts around our life. So go check it out. Get your free copy of this course uh, that I've designed and go and design your best life. Until next time.